Hello and welcome everyone to KSQD Santa Cruz at 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart and you're listening to our show, What to Be, where we interview inspiring people and highlight their careers. What to Be is a program provided by Your Future is Our Business, a Santa Cruz County nonprofit that helps students explore careers through programs such as college and career expos, panels, and other work-based learning activities. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Natural Bridges Media or Your Future is Our Business. The information provided during this program does not reflect its career in its entirety. And today I have the pleasure to speak with Elfin Saffer, who is the Promotion, Marketing, and Advertising, as well as a Store Manager for O'Neill's. Hi, Elfin. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Thank you very much for taking the time to, to help us out doing this interview. Definitely appreciate it. No problem at all. Just uh, one of the things that people, the misconception is that uh, they always say O'Neill's mm-hmm. and it's actually O'Neill. It's, it's like a family name. It's kind of like calling me Saffers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's O'Neill Surf Shop. You know, that is the company that I work for, which is the family business. But it's funny because back in the day, the logo said O'Neill's Surf Shop. It, it did say that originally. So I, I totally understand why people say that still. But I, I'm always, you know, having to like explain the difference between O'Neill and O'Neill Surf Shop and O'Neill Wetsuits and O'Neill Europe and, you know, all these different branches of the O'Neill family business that have just grown over the past, you know, 80 years. Yeah, that's amazing. And thank you very much for clarifying that. And I think that you've made a point that I think it's going to stick in my head to where I'm going to say O'Neill from now on. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate it. Awesome. Do you mind telling us about your career journey into uh, what you do now for O'Neill? Absolutely. It's a long one. So, I mean, it's not a long story, but it's a long journey. I've been with O'Neill Surf Shop for going on close to 30 years, which is, I can't believe. It seems, doesn't seem like I've been there that long, but, uh, and I've done many, many roles and many different jobs with the company. So it's been quite a journey, but it started off at an early age being very interested in advertising. And my uncle owns an advertising business called Saffir Advertising, which is in Toronto and in in New York. And as a, so, as a kid growing up, I knew about the advertising in the family that side of my family, my father's side of the family. So as I kind of you know was exposed to that. And so when I was in, I guess it really started when I was in high school. Probably I went to Harbor High School in Santa Cruz, and there was an amazing class there that was taught. There's no longer there, but it was a graphic design class taught by this gentleman named uh, Mr. Hyros. I'll never forget his name. It's amazing that I still remember a teacher from high school. But he was, had this class that was basically, you know, to teach you how to make T-shirts and stickers and business cards and, you know, design posters and everything that I was really kind of interested in. And it just fascinated me. Little did I know that 20 years later, I'd be doing marketing and advertising for a company like O'Neill Surf Shop. I started working in the surf shop industry at 11 years old. Literally got the job as a kid sweeping the parking lot taking out the trash, cleaning rental wetsuits, just so that I could get clothing that was cool. Cause I came from a pretty poor family at the time and, you know, got my first surfboard and wetsuit just by working as a kid. And that got me into the industry. And my boss, Mike Locatelli, who owned Portola Surf Shop, which was kind of like one of the competitors of O'Neill Surf Shop at the time. I worked there and worked my way up to, you know, probably worked there for about seven to eight years. And then this is the, the part that's kind of interesting. Mike Locatelli got a brain tumor and the O'Neill family offered him a job and paid for all of his medical expenses if he would come over to O'Neill's surf shop and run the business for them because they really liked the way he ran his surf shop 
Portola Surf Shop. So Mike did, and he became the general manager of O'Neill and brought me over about a year and a half later. I went and did some traveling and lived abroad and just kind of went and did some fun things after high school. But when I came back, I ended up going back to work for Mike Locatelli at O'Neill Surf Shop and became a manager real quickly because I'd already had eight years of retail surf experience. And from there, you know, I just climbed the ladder working hard. One of the things about O'Neill Surf Shop that I love is they really promote from within and they really take and work with their employees to get them to the highest level they can possibly be until they either move on or become a permanent, you know, fixture in the company. There's only a small percentage of people that actually end up staying as long as I have, very small, but some do and make a career out of it. And I did just that. And I have, you know, not the most incredible education because I kind of grew up in a time where you learn from your job. It's almost like an apprenticeship and you became experienced through other people that were teaching you along the way up, which is very different now, especially when I go to schools and talk to kids, like you need to go and get a degree. You need to have that on paper. You need to have the experience, the knowledge, and the education if you even want to have a chance in getting into most jobs these days. And then when it comes around to getting promoted and you don't have that degree or you don't have that education, you get passed by by someone who does. Whereas when I was growing up, when I was you know moving up the ladder, it was more about what you were learning and what you could offer and what you had already shown the company. So yes, I graduated from high school. I went to Cabrillo College for a while. I did some specific uh, business classes. I studied abroad in Spain for, for learning a second language. So I have a lot of experience. I traveled around the world. I surfed around the world. You know, I've definitely not just been staying in one place and not being exposed to the outside. You know, it's really important to get out there and kind of live and see what other countries live like and what other societies are like. And I think that brings in a lot of perspective and helps you grow in your job. So in a nutshell, Started at 11 years old, worked my way up, and uh, now I'm pretty much, I don't have, there's not much more for me to obtain or anywhere for me to go unless, you know, it's possible at some point, you know, to have a different job with the company or maybe just isolate one of my positions and make that more of my career. But right now, I'm happy with my job. I love what I do. I get to work with the community. It's a youth-based business, and that's another reason why it's really fun to talk to you know, the kids about this job because it's interesting to them. It's not, you know, working in a factory or working in front of a computer eight hours a day or it's, it's a lot more interactive and a lot more fun and more social. So that's that. (laughs) And and you get to work with a lot of people who share your, your passion and that that in common. Yes. And going back and, and growing up here too, it seems like anytime I've talked to friends who've worked for O'Neill that they just have the best, things to say about the family and the way the business is run. And I think it's great what they did for Mike. And would you mind talking about, cause you do so many different things for O'Neill. Do you want to talk about some of the funner things you get to do? Like, or the more, yeah, like the Odyssey maybe, or any of that. Um, I don't work directly with the Sea Odyssey. That is a separate part of the business. It's very much Jack O'Neill's brainchild there. He created that and it probably was his most passionate thing that he had going. I mean, he was more involved in that than anything else in the latter part of his life. He really believed in getting the inner city kids and people that didn't have the opportunity to get in the ocean out there to see what what it was like and, you know, see the bay and really wanted people to connect with the water and, you know, all that. And I think that that's, that was just, still is incredible and how many kids they've gotten out on the boat. And it's, uh, it's been a wonderful thing to see grow since I've been with O'Neill. But um, 
I'm more involved with the surf shops directly. Well, I am very directly with the surf shops. So some of the fun things I get to do, I actually have worked for Future as our business for many, many years. This was the first year that I didn't really go to the classes for the first time in a long time because of obviously the pandemic. But I go to different high schools and even middle schools and I would talk in classes about my job and be able to give out different things to the kids, you know, show them stickers and posters and hats and things that we've designed here in Santa Cruz and offer kids jobs. You know, really, it's a great opportunity for the kids in our community and even in high school, especially to get a summer job and work while they're in school to have that under their belt. By the time they graduate, they've already had a couple of years of work experience. Highly recommend that. So that's really fun. I love working with the community in that way with the future as our business. It's been wonderful and I've had, you know, created some great contacts and had some great employees come through because of that and been able to, one of the things I get to do is hire people. That's another thing. It doesn't sound like maybe it would be that fun, but it really is. Hiring, hiring people is, especially when you get to the point where you start to hire people and everyone you hire tends to work out pretty well. You feel like you're a good judge of character and it's nice. It's nice to see someone come in without never had work experience, give them a job, give them structure, give them all of a sudden someone might be shy, might be really inward, doesn't know how to talk to people. Within a few months, they're socializing, they're getting along with the staff, they're talking with customers and you just see them open up as a individual and as a person, you see them grow and you get to see them mature and you get to see them go out into the world and get another job or go off to university, come back years later, say thank you for, you know, getting me started. It's awesome to see the full circle with so many of these people that have come in and out of the, of the business. Yeah. I would imagine that's really gratifying. And in while the, you know, what's gone on the last year has affected negatively a lot of businesses in our community something like some a business like O'Neill perhaps maybe did pretty well because I think people want to get outside and get in, in the water. That's something you can kind of, you can do by yourself. So did you guys, did that affect your business one way or the other? I mean, it was positively? Probably, probably affected us very positively. I mean, I know it did. I mean, it's just a lot more people want to surf. A lot more people wanted to get outdoors and do something that they could do. So therefore O'Neill surf shop, we sell fun and it's, you come into one of our stores, you're going to get stuff that's going to be fun to wear, fun to use. It's exciting. It's, you know, it's outdoors. It's, it's athletic. And surfing isn't expensive. And all you need to do is get a wetsuit and a board and you're good to go. And you don't have to pay again. It's not like buying a lift ticket and having to pay to, for a boat and gas and, you know, all the different sports out there that are very expensive. Whereas surfing really, I mean, yes, you have to buy a suit and a board, but once you have that, you're pretty much set and it's off on your own and you get to just be out in nature in the water and have a great time. And the surfing, the amount of people that were surfing before this to now has just gone up like by, I want to say a million or something. I don't know. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is definitely like quadrupled the amount of surfers and that's good and bad. It's good for our business, but it's bad for the local surfers and the local and all the spots. And a lot of people are not very happy with how many people are in the water. And I get that. It's frustrating. But at the same time, there's it's a big ocean and there's a lot of places for people to go. And a lot of these beginners go to the places where just beginners go. So it's not like, you know, it's not a big deal. But yeah. I think also with the, that being said, now that things are opening back up and everyone's having to go back to work, a lot of those people aren't sticking with it. So you'll start to see the crowds dwindle down again. And, you know, it's surfing isn't easy. It's something you have to do every day. You have to do it all the time in order to get to the point where you see how people are riding these waves and getting barreled and doing these errors. I mean, that's not something that you just, after a few weeks of surfing, you can do. It's 
it's a lifetime and it never, you can never stop really, you know, if you want to stay at that level. Mm-hmm. And in a lifestyle too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a totally different lifestyle. Do you want to tell us about what Jack O'Neill did as far as helping develop the wetsuit? Absolutely. He was into a lot of different things. He loved flying. I mean, he had the hot air balloon and he loved the water. He started going surfing and just being so cold. And he really, the reason why he even, you know, made a, the first wetsuit was because he just wanted to stay in the water longer, you know, because he, what they were doing back in the day was, I think they were putting like hot oil on wool sweaters. Oh my God. <laughs> an opportunity to stay out maybe, maybe 15 minutes longer than normal before you start getting hypothermia. That's so cool and crazy. <laughs> um, he uh, actually ended up making the first prototype wetsuit uh, for surfing, other neoprene things or wetsuit type stuff had been made before for like the, you know, the Navy SEALs and things like that and the Army, but they weren't anything like what he was designing, something specifically for surfing. And he took flotation device from underneath, you know, the airplane seat. You have the flotation device mm-hmm. that you, at that time, it was a material in the chair underneath the, on the airplane. And he took that material and he used it to make the first vest, which was the first prototype, which we have that vest on display at O'Neill Surf Shop in 41st Avenue. So it's a, it's the material that was, you know, from an airplane basically. So he got something from an airplane, used that to make the very first neoprene vest. And that was in 1952. So he basically started, you know, he didn't invent neoprene. It was a misconception that, you know, that Jack O'Neill created all this stuff. He, but he did make the first wetsuit that was designed specifically for surfing. And from there, he, you know, made the beaver tail and he made the long john and he designed all these, you know, crazy different types of suits. And it just was really just to stay out in the water and surf longer. I mean, that's really, that's all it was. It wasn't trying to make a, a business. He wasn't trying to start anything huge. He was just, he was one of those types of people that just ex- experimented and did all kinds of stuff. Like he had done a lot of things prior to the wetsuit. You know, he was very much of an adventure kind of guy, you know, sailed down to Mexico with his whole family and lived on the boat. And he's just done, I mean, if you, his stories are incredible. There's a book about Jack O'Neill that came out a few, must've been over 10 years ago now, but a really interesting kind of chronicalized, chronicalized all of his different things that he had done and these crazy inventions he'd made. And, and the other thing that a lot of people don't realize that was, you know, part of the O'Neill family's invention was the leash. That was also created by, by O'Neill. So not only the wetsuit, but the leash, which is still used to this day. And the wetsuit obviously is, wetsuits became a huge thing because people want to surf in cold water where the waves are actually just as good, if not better than a lot of the tropical areas. So, you know, it's just, uh, and now there's so many different companies out there, but they're all following in the footsteps of, uh, of Jack O'Neill, what he created. Yeah, a, a, tr- a true legend, a local oh, legend. Complete yeah. legend. I love the way they say legends live forever. You know, he'll always live forever. And he's always going to be a part of the surf community around the world. And it really puts Santa Cruz on the mark, you know, on the map. Mm-hmm. Not only is Santa Cruz uh, is known for O'Neill, but it's just, you know, it's, we have Santa Cruz skateboards and O'Neill wetsuits, two of the biggest things to drink. Santa Cruz mountain bikes are doing pretty well too. Yes, indeed. You know, so the company, the Santa Cruz company and the O'Neill company, together which are all they've you know grown up together and they know each other have done an incredible job in the the community and in the sports world it's pretty awesome yeah to the town that's got so much history 
Agreed. Thank you for sharing that. And for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the What to Be Show on KSQD Santa Cruz 90.7 FM. I'm Patrick Hart, and I'm speaking with Elfin Saffer, who is the promotion, marketing, and store manager of O'Neill. Elfin, would you mind just sharing kind of what your your day to day looks like at work? Absolutely. I get up pretty early in the morning. I deal with uh, emails. I have an office at home, so I can you know, get into my work email and contact people that are trying to, you know, set up meetings or advertising for that day or looking at, you know, what's coming up in the surf shop, you know, what events we're planning. So I kind of, you know, get on the computer for a little while. Then I go down to the beach and I check the waves and I do the local 24 hour surf report on the hotline, which we have that's updated every 24 hours, which I've been doing for a long, long time. And that kind of, you know, gets me going, have my coffee, do the surf report. And then That's I probably I, why your voice seems so familiar. <laughs> probably. And then I, uh, you know, then I drive into work. I, I live out of, of the, San, I don't live in Santa Cruz anymore. I live out of town, which I actually really enjoy being, you know, a little bit further away from the whole hustle and bustle. And I get to work. I, I, my main job is the downtown O'Neill surf shop location. I run that store. And that was something that Jack O'Neill Specifically, it had been wanting to open a store on Pacific Avenue. And at the Cooper House building after the earthquake in 1989, he was watching that building be rebuilt. And he really wanted to, to get that spot. And he ended up getting it. And I went down there. At the time, Michael Locatelli was still alive. And he uh, and I pretty much, you know, set that whole store up. And then I opened other stores and worked at other locations. But it kind of came full circle. And now, you know, I work at the downtown store. So I'm down there. And work with my staff, work with my managers, make sure that everything's running at that location. And I have days where I work outside of the office, you know, where I'm meeting with people, talking with people, doing stuff like this, you know, going on the radio. Uh, every day, twice a day in the afternoon, I have to call in to the radio station in Monterey, the Hippo, which is a classic rock station on 104.3, and the Beach, which is a modern rock station. I do a live afternoon surf report every afternoon on the air with them. So that's something I always have to be ready for. And then, you know, I do hiring. I do interviewing with employees. I, you know, do a special events. If we have something going on, I'll go and like, like one of the things that happened last, um, on Monday, I went to Delta High School, which is uh, kind of in the Cabrillo area. It's actually part of Cabrillo. It's not part of Cabrillo, but it's in the Cabrillo College, kind of by the soccer field and the football field, there's a, a charter school called Delta High School. It's more of like an alternative school, I should say. One of their students, uh, his name is Zed, he uh, saved a gentleman from drowning uh, at this cove in Santa Cruz, which is near where I used to work at Patrol Surf Shop. So I know that area really well. It is a very rough, hard place to surf, and it is not something that, you know, someone for the first time should go out. A couple guys went, jumped off the point out there, and then ended up, one of them I guess almost drowned and this kid saved him like piled his board out there got him on his board but during the process his board was washed away and smashed into the rocks but he saved the guy's life and it's amazing you know it's just amazing to see someone young take initiative and actually do something that's so unselfish nice. so awesome so awesome so in to congratulate the kid we everyone at the O'Neill surf shop O'Neill family decided to donate a Jordy Smith surfboard to this kid which is one of the high-end surfboards. Jordy Smith's one of our top riders for O'Neill. And I got to go to the school and present the board. It was kind of funny. I, I pretended I was just giving him some stickers and wax. 
<laughs> nice. You surprised him. Yeah, it's awesome. When you get a board, I know you're looking for a new board, but when you finally do get one, you got some wax here and stuff. And then I'm like, I'm just kidding. I went and got him a brand new board. <laughs> oh, man. That, I think you just uh, have a loyal fan now for life, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was like, my days are kind of random. They're not exactly planned out. A lot, of, a lot of things can happen in my schedule is pretty flexible. And, you know, I, I definitely am in charge of making sure that the downtown O'Neill surf shop runs well and successful and has a good staff and, you know, it has, it looks good and representing the O'Neill brand and the O'Neill clothing and the, the private label stuff that we make here locally looks good. And that, you know, everyone's well-trained that the, I also am in charge of like, there's a lot of things I do behind the scenes as well um, that I get to do like from my office or, you know, I have a day where I just work in my office and not, not on the floor at all and things like that. So it's just, it's very, I'm very much of, I wouldn't say I'm the jack of all trades, but I do quite a bit of things. And if you looked at like a job description, it wouldn't list, you know, there'd be like 50% of the things I do wouldn't be on there or, mm -hmm. or more. It's basically just, I, I've learned so many different types of things with O'Neill Surf Shop. And sometimes I, I'm doing them and sometimes I'm not. And so it really just depends on the day or the month or the time of year, or what's going on. But it's a, it's a great job and I love it. So Yeah, it seems like a super great company to work for. And do you want to share some of your most favorite projects that you've worked on over your career at O'Neill or that you're currently working on? I think one of the, there's a couple of favorite projects. I mean, opening the downtown store was one of my favorite. Just being a part of opening a brand new O'Neill surf shop was so exciting. Um, and and to, to kind of help with the layout and the merchandising of the store and the look of that store. And it's been about, I want to say, 15 plus years ago that, that I did that. I was It was a great experience, you know, just learning so many things about that. I really, really loved. And as far as, I mean, some of the memorable ex things that I've done, as well as probably helping some of the, like some of my idols. I've had some people come in and I've gotten to, to work with uh, some people that I really look up to, like Metallica came into the store. It's a that's cool a rock band from the Bay Area and they were going surf on a surf trip to, I think like Tahiti and they needed a bunch of surfing gear and I got to help them, you know, get all the stuff they needed. And it was really neat for me to kind of like give my, expertise to some people that I just totally looked up to. And I thought that that was really for sure. So they must, they, they must've known a little bit, I guess what they were looking for. Yeah, they did. Okay. Um, they, they had somewhat of an idea, but not really, they needed help. So it was, you know, definitely something that they, uh, they needed help with, but at the same time, you know, it's just the amount of interesting people that come in the store. There's been so many different people that have come in from around the world and celebrities and just regular Joe's. But, you know, I think that, uh, one of the most incredible people that I met was we had opened a store in Marin County up in the San Francisco area. It only was there for about five years, but uh, I used to work up there at that location and uh, Robin Williams came in. Oh, how cool. It was a 10 speed across the Golden Gate and he had nice. come shopping and he was just, he was Robin Williams. He was hysterical. He was, I sold him a pair of board shorts. <laughs> uh, that was super cool. Uh, and then I guess, I mean, last but not least, and as far as projects go, uh, I think just working with the youth in Santa Cruz, working with the future as our business has been something that I've really, it's probably a highlight of my career is being a part of that company and going to the, the luncheons every year and seeing all the success of the kids in our community and how well they're doing. I think that's, you know, I love to see that. So it's, that's also really. Well, that's really nice to hear. And it's definitely appreciated a lot. So thank you very much for your help for, you know, and to everything you're doing for helping students in our community in general. 
Elfin, what advice or resources can you give to students who are interested in pursuing a career in working with a company like O'Neill? First of all, just apply for a job. I mean, no matter what, where you're at, what, how old you are, I mean, obviously you need to be about 15, 16 years old, preferably. That would just be a recommendation. It's not like a law, but, you know, start working, start getting involved in the surf industry, whatever it might be, whether, you know, go work for a company that does surf lessons at the beach or junior guards are a great place to go and get familiar with the ocean, um, have some experience with the water and the water sports. So you have that to offer when you don't need to be a surfer. You don't need to be an athlete to work for O'Neill. If you're interested in just the surf industry and the business and that side of things, just, you know, come work for us and we'll give you all the information and tools you need. It's up to you how you take it and what you do with it. So, I mean, don't come apply, definitely come apply. Uh, don't give up if you don't get the job right away, you know, be professional, go in and talk to the store manager, fill out an application. You always, you have to start somewhere. And I think that working for O'Neill is a great place to start. It's in your community. We have stores in Aptos, Capitola, Boardwalk, downtown. We're pretty, you know, all over the area. So one of those stores will be a place that you could get to. And, you know, and then whatever it might be that you are interested in doing, like look at those kinds of courses in school and look at the classes at your high school that will actually help you learn and improve some of the areas that you're interested in. And then from there, you'll have a better idea of what kind of, you know, degree or education you'd like to get further out of high school. I think it's working in the bit, just working in the surf shop industry or the surf industry will open your eyes to things you might want to become a rep. You might be want to come, you know, sell products outside of the surf shop. You might want to work in designing clothing or, you know, you might want to do a jewelry or you might find that, oh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different things that are going to you're going to come across by working in the retail industry and just in the surf industry itself that will really help you to kind of decide which direction you want to go. And it might just make you realize you don't want to go in that direction too, which is good because you're probably going to make a lot of decisions over the next, you know, 10 years and you're not necessarily going to pick a career right away. You might go through three, four, five, 10 different careers before you find the one you like and that's okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. And I think it's great that O'Neill that they hire high school students because that's, I think, like you just said, that's probably a really good or an awesome place to start working. And what advice or resources can you give to someone who is unsure about their career path? That's a good question, too. I mean, honestly, I think you just jump into whatever you can. Yeah. Just, just go get a job, you know, whether it be working as a busboy or a dishwasher or, you know, working at laying cement or construction. Just go out there and work and get involved in something and see how it makes you feel. And uh, trust your your feelings, trust your heart. Like if you're really just drawn to, you know, making food, you really want to cook, like go and work as a sous chef or as an apprentice in a restaurant or, you know, put yourself in an area that gives you the experience because then you're going to have that under your belt and you're going to be able to decide, I don't like that. I thought I would and I don't. That's okay. But if you don't try stuff, you won't know. So. Yeah, absolutely. Elfin, is there anything else you would like to share? You know, stay stoked. Uh, be kind to others. Uh, and take the time to stop and, you know, talk to people. Remember that we're not always just behind a computer or a phone or we're real humans out there. And the more interaction that we have with real people, the better. So like, don't be afraid to, you know, talk to strangers out there in the world and like help someone out if they need a helping hand, because you're going to need help someday. And uh, you'll realize how amazing it is when you run out of gas and your car is stuck on the road and people actually get out of their car and help you push your car to the side or you're surfing and you lose your board, your leash breaks, you need help getting in and someone helps you like this kid did. Like those are the types of things that I really think, hey, it's going to go a long ways 
And in this world, we tend to be so selfish in a lot of ways and afraid of everything. And we need to remember that it's not as, as scary as you think. And that uh, if you can just take the time to be a little bit kinder, and a little bit more considerate, it's going to go a long ways in help making this world better. So, Very well said. And thank you very much, Elfin, for taking the time to help us by doing this interview. No problem. Right on. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's career story with me, Patrick Hart, on our show, What to Be, with today's guest, Elfin Saffer, who's the promotion, marketing, advertising, and store manager at O'Neill. If you have any questions or would like to share your career story with us, please send us an email at whattoberadio at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed our show, please join us again at 90.7 FM KSQD Santa Cruz at 7 p.m. on Sundays and streaming online at ksqd.org. Or you can find us on major podcast streaming platforms like Spotify. And please visit our website at yfiob.org for more information about your future as our business. Thank you very much and see you next time.